Hello, people of Earth, and hello, Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, and welcome to the July 17th, 2023 News and Flashback Fun mini podcast episode. I'm your host, Movie Guru. Happiest of birthdays to my horror movie genre loving roommate, Cassie Laughlin of Hyannis. As today is her birthday, she has picked out today's Flashback Fun trio. Cassie's birth- celeb birthday pals include Queen Consort Camilla Bow- Parker Bowles, TV actor David Hasselhoff, who is 71, believe it or not, country singer Luke Bryan, and actor Donald Sutherland. Films with July 17th debuts include 2015's Turin Wreck and Ant-Man, 2002's Eight-Legged Freaks, 2000's Pokemon the Movie 2000, 1998's The Mask of Zorro, 1996's Multiplicity, and 2009's 500 Days of Summer. Today also happens to be World Emoji Day. I have some news before we get to flashback fun. It's official, folks. Something more powerful than the start of the COVID-19 pandemic or heavy rainstorm has a, is effectively bringing Hollywood to its knees. A double Hollywood strike. As if the ongoing WGA writer strike wasn't bad enough, at Friday, Friday July 14, 2023, SAG-AFTRA, that's the organization that represents hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of actors, went on strike. The strike wasn't even a half day old when Variety.com announced that day a number of film productions that have got that have screeched their filming to a to a stop. Dean Fleecher Camp's live action Lone Stitch, which was apparently going to end filming in Oahu in August, Clint Eastwood's final film, the drama Juror Number no. Two, which is filming in Savannah, Georgia, Gladiator Two, which is about two thirds done, Venom Three, Mortal Kombat Two. Jason Momoa's Minecraft film, which was just about to start shooting next month, and even Deadpool 3 have halted production. Beetlejuice 2 was this close to ending its London shoot and still had one major sequence to film in Vermont when the strike struck. As for next year's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, it finished the majority of its action scenes and still had more shooting to do. However, it was already on a planned hiatus this week while Tom Cruise, director-writer Christopher McQuarrie, and the rest of the cast promoted Dead Reckoning Part 1, which is currently ruling. And many studios are pulling out of film promoting. In fact, the stars of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer left the film's London premiere it's Friday before the screening as the SAG after strike loomed. Nolan himself has stated that day that he will definitely not work on another film until the strike is resolved. If that wasn't enough, the Daily Beast announced July 15th a slew of studios and productions have canceled their panels at the upcoming 2023 San Diego Comic-Con now that the Screen Actors Guild has officially joined the Writers Guild of America on the picket line, Variety reported. Panels and featuring legendary entertainment, 
ABC's Abbott Elementary, Amazon's Freebie's Jury Duty, Amazon Prime's The Wheel of Time and Gen 5, AMC's Season 2 of Interview with Vampire, and that 70s show's 25th anniversary have all been crossed off Comic-Con's schedule ahead of the July 20th through 23rd event. Other panels that have yet to back out of the convention, including this, despite the strike, such as Paramount Plus's Star Trek Universe, Max's Harley Quinn, Netflix's Master of the Universe Revolution, AMC's The Walking Dead Universe, and Paramount Pictures' Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Eek! If that wasn't bad enough, six months after the unexpe- her unexpected January 12th death, singer-songwriter Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's only child, death has, I mean, cause of death has been revealed. And Times.com revealed July 13th that according to the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office, she died from a small bowel obstruction that came from bariatric surgery she had years ago. The day of her death, she had been complaining of major abdominal pain. Unfortunately, Ariana Grande and her hubby of two years have split, and Sofia Vergara and Joe Managiello announced today that after seven years of wedded bliss, they're headed into Splitsville. In much better news, Lindsay Lohan is officially a mom. That's right, folks. The star of 2020 of 2003's Freaky Friday, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, Herbie Fully Loaded, and The Pan Trap is now a first-time mother. People.com revealed earlier today the Freaky Friday actress 36 and husband Bader Shabbos have welcomed a baby boy. A rep for the actress confirms to People on Monday. Son Luai, an Arabic name that meaning shield and protector, was born in Dubai. Though his exact date of birth has not been shared at this time. ComingSoon.net revealed earlier today director Kenneth Branagh Wilhelm Gargoyle's movie. The upcoming feature will be based on the animated 1990s TV series which followed nocturnal creatures known as gargoyles who turned to stone during the day. Branagh, director of films like Thor, Murder on the Orient Express, and Belfast, will direct the, live, the upcoming movie from Disney. Talks of a live-action gargoyle movies have been circulating for years. In 2011, David Elliott and Paul Lovett, the screenwriting team behind G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, were tapped to write a script. In 2018, Jordan Peele pitched a gargoyles movie to Disney, but it never got picked up. It does not have a cast yet. Rejoice, Stranger Things fans, although the fifth and final season of the show, which just turned seven, is on hiatus thanks to that writer strike, and all we know about it is that Linda Hamilton is part of it, I have exciting news for you. People.com announced last Thursday, Universal is bringing Stranger Things 
villain Vecna Vecna to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando and Los Angeles, people will be able to enter the terrifying upside-down world from the popular Netflix show on set first on at Universal Orlando Resort and on set seventh at Universal Studios Hollywood. The haunted house promises to transport guests to Hawkins, Indiana, where they will encounter the newest supernatural villain, Vecna, who is hell-bent on obliterating the volatile barrier between the eerie upside-down and the real world, according to a press release. The theme of the haunted house is centered around the mind-bending twist and supernatural terror of Stranger Things Season 4, which followed Heroes 11, Millie Bobby Brown, Max, Sadie Sink, and Eddie Joseph Quinn, among others, in the battle against Vecna, Jamie Campbell Bowser. Those same characters will also be featured in the haunted house. Collider.com announced July 15th, the final film from Hayao Miyazaki has received a major update as the project formerly entitled How Do You Live will be distributed as The Boy and the Heron, according to Variety. Coming to theaters across the United States this year, the book adaptation will serve as the final impression of art in a career that will leave behind an unforgettable legacy. A boy will grow up in the middle of a complicated situation, using all of his strength to adapt to a future that has been waiting for him during his entire life. After decades of entertaining the world with lovable characters, breathtaking visuals and stories that know how to reach the hearts of all the audiences, it's time for Miyazaki to say goodbye. The Boy and the Heron was originally thought to be adapting the 1937 Japanese novel titled How Do You Live, in which a man has to adapt to living with his mother after his father passed away when he was a young child. However, it has recently been confirmed that Miyazaki's movie will follow an entirely original plot unconnected to the novel. In an unprecedented strategy implemented by Studio Ghibli for the release of the film, not a single trailer or extensive marketing material was released to promote the project. There was one poster released in December, but that was it. Gizmodo announced July 15th Kamala Khan is making her broadcast debut, broadcast TV debut next month, as Miss Marvel will be airing on ABC. According to The Laughing Place, the Marvel Studios series will come to Disney's primetime TV network and with the first three episodes set to air on August 5th during the 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and 9 p.m. time slots. The final three episodes will air the following week on August 12th and run at the same time. Disney Plus shows have previously come to ABC within the last year. Andor's first two episodes aired during Thanksgiving week, and episodes of The Mandalorian hit the network back in February ahead of its third season. Miss Marvel marks the first Marvel Studios show to come to ABC's, which should be a pretty big deal, and it'd be more than fitting, giving Iman's villainies Kamala Khan is set to headline the Marvels in November. 
But in the wake of the recently started SAG after strike and the two-month-old WGA strike, it's clearly just meant to fill time since nearly every Hollywood production and the TV and film side has been shut down. And Shark Native fans, y'all might want to surf over to Sci-Fi Channel tomorrow, July 18th, in honor of the July 11th mark, decade mark of the first Sharknado. The channel is doing a marathon of all six so utterly beyond stupid and awful that they must be actually secretly well done and good made for TV movie Sharknado films. On to flashback fun. As I stated earlier today, birthday girl Cassie Lawson has picked the three films for today. First off is the film that rocketed Taylor Lautner, Kristen Stewart, and new Batman Robert Pattinson, whose debut film as Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire came just three years before this one. It was the film that... This film that he really put viewers under a hypnotic vampire spell when he brought Stephanie Meyer's vampire Edward Cullen to uh, life with the first Twilight movie. The supernatural romantic fantasy horror Twilight, also starring Nikki Reed, Jackson Rathbone, Billy Burke, and Cam Gigante, flew well like a vampire bat. Sorry, that was a bad vampire pun. From the page to the screen, November 21st, 2018. Sinking its fangs into the box office in Hollywood. Sorry. Another bad vampire pun. The movie, which focuses on the bond between vegetarian vamp Edward, whose family survives off animal blood to, wait for it, live? Sorry, that was bad. And human Bella Swan, who he totally falls for, drank over 393 million gallons of blood from us mortal viewers. Sorry, more bad vampire puns. It rocketed Lautner, Taylor, Stewart, and Pattinson to absolute stardom and began the Twilight Saga film series. The sequels, starting with 2009, Twilight New Moon, and ending with... Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 were released every year between 2009 to 2012. The film arrives on the Peacock streaming service this week, and a Twilight TV series is in development from Lionsgate. Did you know that this film was shot in just 48 days? And Kristen Stewart turned 18 during filming. As such, she was rewarded with a birthday cake and an entire full night of filming. What's also neat is that before she was cast, Jennifer Lawrence, Sarah Paxton, and Michelle Trachenberg were all considered for the Bella Swan part. Cassie loves Johnny Depp films, and with the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory prequel Wonka set to enchant viewers in less than six months on December 15th, she wants me to do his film, 2005's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, along with, with director Tim Burton, composer Danny Elfman, Freddie Highmore, Depp, Anna Sophia Robb, 
David Kelly, Helena Bonham Carter, Deep Royd, and Christopher Lee. It made a new generation enter a world of pure imagination with the remake of the classic film. Like the original film, Burton's candy and chocolate-filled musical fantasy centered on good-hearted but super-poor Charlie Bucket as he wins an exclusive contest along with four other children and is led by the wacky, reclusive Wonka on a tour of his enormous, secretive chocolate factory. However, it did add a backstory for Wonka's character. The film ate up 475 million Wonka chocolate bars worldwide, way more than enough to keep Charlie Bucket and Augustus Gloop satisfied for a lifetime. What's interesting is that the Dr. Wilbur Wonka part, played by the late Christopher Lee, was written especially for the film to give the char- Willy Wonka's character a bit of a family history. And 40 squirrels were trained for the scene where they pounce on Veruca Salt in the nutshelling room. And finally, Cassie really loves Brendan Fraser films, so she'd like me to do a famous Fraser film. No, not Monkey Bone, Encino Man, Airheads, Furry Vengeance, Extraordinary Adventures, Inkheart, The Whale, Bat Blast for the Past, or George to the Jungle. On July 16th, 2000, I mean, on July 16th, 1997, he brought the tree-crashing, klutzy, king of the jungle, George and Jungle, to life on the big screen. Two years later, in 1999, because of the film, technically, he went from the jungle to the harsh 1926 Egyptian desert where his character Rick O'Connell and love interest Evelyn had to stop the revived revenge-driven high priest Emotep whom he accidentally revived in at the ancient city Hamanoptera. The action-adventure fantasy The Mummy based on the classic universal monster film also stars Rachel Weisz, Kevin O'Connor, and Arnold Vosloo and John Hanna. It unleashed its power on May 7, 1999. And since I talked about it in December for Fraser's birthday, it does not need a recap. It went on to make... I mean, it went on to... Yeah, it went on to make 418... 416 million scarabs worldwide. A success led to a 2001 prequel, The Mummy Returns, the prequel spin-off film, The Scorpion King, The Mummy, The Animated Series, The Mummy, in 2008, The Mummy, The Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. As for the uh, 2017 female-led Mummy reboot with Tom Cruise, which nobody speaks of and which practically buried... Universal Pictures Dark Universe Monster Franchise until 2020's Adventure Visible Man spared it. Um, the less said the better, don't you think? According to IMDb.com, Brendan Fraser nearly died during the scene where his character is Hank, 
Rachel Weiss actually recalled he, Fraser, stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated. And between scenes, he actually whittled a desert canoe. That's all for this week's news and flashback fun, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe, watch lots of DVDs, and get to the theaters if you can. Oh, and happy birthday, Cassie. Bye now.